Hey there, thanks for joining us here at Compass Church, where we are making God accessible to everyone. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us as a church, head over to our website, compassbn.com. We hope this inspires you and gives you practical ways to live out your faith. Enjoy the message. So today would have been part three of the Parenting Paradox, but I needed to take a week to talk to you about something important that's come up that is going to affect the life of our church. Today I want to talk to you about something that affects all of us in different ways. It's something that has, it's really affected us in 2020 a lot. And today I want to talk to you about change. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 2, uh, it says that for everything there's a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest. When King Solomon, who wrote this, when he wrote this poem 2,500 years ago, this is what he was really saying. Things change. Things change. Change is an inevitable part of life. It's as inevitable as birth and death. Our lives on earth, they have seasons. And if there's one constant certainty that we can have about the seasons, it's that they will change. Life will change, always. Solomon goes on to paint this even more elaborate picture of the contrasts that change brings. And he says in verse three that there is a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. There's a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. So I cut this down. I didn't even include all of the examples that Solomon wrote. I just included the ones that speak to me the most. And what each of these contrasts that Solomon writes shows us is that in our human lives, we will face times of intense hurt and we'll face times of great joy. And they always come with a cycle of change that God has creatively built into the workings of every part of the universe. So the question is never, is change going to happen? But when is change going to happen? And how will we respond when it does? You see, change is terrifying for some of us and it's energizing for others. I, I'm like that, I get energized by change sometimes. But 2020 has brought so much change that I'm straight up ready for some boring old, like Mr. Rogers style consistency. The problem is that we can't predict when it's gonna come. All we can do when it comes to change is be prepared for it when it does. And there are two ways that I wanna share with you, two things that I always keep in mind about God, who he is and what he does that make dealing with change easy, well, or easier. And the first thing is this, is to always remember God's promises to us. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. No matter what change comes our way, we don't have to be afraid because God is with us. He will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And this promise is so good that it's a theme that's repeated all throughout scripture. In Joshua uh, chapter one, verse nine, it says this, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 
I love how God said it to Joshua. He didn't say it as a passive encouragement that, you know, just hold on, everything's gonna be okay. But he said it as a command. Don't do that. Don't be afraid or discouraged. Be strong and courageous. His promise to be with us wherever we go is so strong that God straight up just says, I said I'd be with you, now act accordingly. So to prepare for change, the first thing we need to always uh, remember, first thing we need to do is always remember that God's promises to us are good. The second thing we need to always do is, is to always remember that God loves doing new things. Isaiah chapter 43 says that, and this is God talking, he says, forget all that. Forget the past. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do, for I am about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I love this verse because it says that, it shows us that God loves doing new things. Every change for him is an opportunity to do something newer and bigger and better than we could ever expect or anticipate. He, he wants to do something not contained by our circumstances or limited by any obstacles. And I love God's attitude about the past because he's just like, forget all that. If you've ever potty trained a child, you know that no child wants to be potty trained, okay? They like going in their pants and change is hard, right? But I don't know a single person who looks back on the good old days of peeing their pants and wishing that they could go back. Why? Because the grown-up way of going to the bathroom is better. We just didn't know that it was better when we were toddlers. See, when it comes to change, God always uses it to do better things through and for those who trust in him. When you remember that God loves doing new things, you can be certain that, that it doesn't matter how difficult the change is or how much it hurts in the moment, you can trust him through it. And you can trust him to something better on the other side. And, and we who are followers of Jesus, we know this on a deeply personal level because God doesn't just do new things in our world. He does them in our hearts. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, one of my favorite verses, says that this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. If we can always remember God's promises to us, we can know that we don't have to be afraid of change because God is always with us. He's always for us. He will never leave us or forsake us. And if we always remember that God loves to do new things, we can rest in the hope that no matter what season we're facing, we can know that the best is yet to come. So we are in a season of change right now as a church. The impact of COVID-19 has literally changed everything about how we engage, how we interact with each other, how we do ministry as a church. You are literally watching me online right now because of the change that we are facing. And while some of these changes are temporary, I mean, we will definitely be meeting in person again, and I can't wait for it, okay? That's temporary. Some of the changes are permanent, and, and for the better even. I mean, our ability to connect with people online through our services, uh, through our social media, and all of our other online outlets, honestly, it was kind of terrible before all this. But God did a new thing through all of it. And now we are equipped to reach people in ways that we couldn't have a year ago. 
But that's not the only change that we are going to go through uh, because 2020 is not done with us yet. This week, Kevin, our worship and youth pastor, let me know that he and Jane are going to be stepping down from their role at Compass in order to accept a youth pastor position at Vail Church here in town starting on November 2nd. Now, as you take a moment to let that sink in, let me remind you that God promised he would never leave us or forsake us, that he will be with us wherever we go. And let me also remind you that God delights in doing new things. I don't say that because this isn't difficult. I say that because I know, I know that we can trust God through this. So I'm gonna bring Kevin on in just a moment so that he can share with you and we're just gonna talk a little bit, but I want to let you know that we don't know what our exact next steps are. I would like to just take a breath as we navigate this to give God some room to lead us. I would appreciate your prayers. And I also wanna take a breath to love Kevin and Jane well in the time that we have left with them. I mean, we'll definitely keep you updated on everything. I just wanna do my absolute best in this short period of time to love them extravagantly as they go because they are Compass family and they always will be. All right, here I am with Kevin, and uh, I wanted to give Kevin an opportunity to talk to us. <laughs> First of all, okay, I'm just gonna acknowledge, this is so weird. Like, yeah. we're just gonna acknowledge the weirdness of this all, that like having this conversation with you via video and with each other in this space, it's just so weird. But yeah, anyway, um, Kevin's gonna share a little bit of his journey about how he got to where he, where he and Jane are and uh, where they're headed. And uh, so, yeah, so Kevin. Yeah, um, so first of all, um, you know, this has been a very, very long process that started months and months ago. And um, also it's freezing in here. So if I start shivering, it's not because I'm crying. Um, He's crying. No. But uh, he cries all the time in the office. I catch, is, him, I catch him at his desk. Just <laughs> that's such a load. It's in prayer. But anyways, I'm, I'm sorry. This load. is important. <laughs> this is important. Go ahead, Kevin. No, but um, like I said, it started months ago. Um, and uh, when it first happened, um, I approached Chris and just kind of let him know, hey, this is going on. And uh, we really feel like um, God is calling us to explore the idea. It wasn't anything official or anything like that. Well, and let's even jump back a second because in the eight, eight years you've been with us, actually Kevin started with us in 2012 and uh, he can't see it, but right now on the screen, I'm putting up a picture of him, what he looked like then. And in the time he's been a pastor at, at Compass, he's had multiple churches call him and ask if he would be consider coming being part of their church, which to me is no surprise because Kevin and Jane are awesome. And so every time that would happen, you know, why don't you walk us through that? Yeah, um, literally every time that would happen, um, you know, just out of respect and honor for Chris, um, I would always just be like, hey, I just wanted you to be aware of this. I'm not sure where it's gonna go, but um, with every time that that happened, it was like, okay, we, we've always said that we're never just gonna say no to whatever God has for us, even if it's not necessarily something we want. Um, so we'll always pray for, like, prayerfully consider it. And um, pretty much like through the eight years, it's been like not even a week of prayer was needed. And we were just like, no, this isn't, 
this isn't for us. We know that we're supposed to be here right now. And um, when it happened this time, um, this actually isn't the first time that uh, I've been approached and it just, it felt a little different this time. And so, so it started out, you got a phone call or? Yeah, yeah, it was just literally like, hey, um, I'm not sure what's going on um, with you guys right now or anything, but um, we just wanted to put kind of, you know, the idea out there, you know, would you be interested in possibly, you know, seeing if this would be a fit for you and your family? And um, when that happened, it was kind of like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, but then it just kind of, I don't know. I hate, I hate using the word feelings because <laughs> feelings are liars. And so it was just multiple, like it was back and forth. It was like, okay, um, take feelings out of the picture. Okay, God, what do you want from us? God, like, are we, are we done? Like, we don't necessarily feel like we're done, but like, is, is there something bigger and better that we can't accomplish here at Compass? And, um, you know, it's, it goes on both sides of the coin, I guess, but, um, it just, it felt very different this time. And uh, one thing that I can say about the process, it was, I mean, almost four months and there was a lot, a lot, a lot of prayer involved. Jane and I literally lost sleep over it. Um, and uh, that's why he was crying all the time. He was very tired. That and <laughs> Levi just crying and, you know, it's just, who knows? Um, but yeah, so it was just kind of a, a very, a very, uh, intense spiritual, <laughs> almost like a battle, but just moment for Jane and I. And um, and I want to, just so you know, too, um, so as with every other time a church is called, Kevin brought me into the process um, on this as well to let me know what was going on. And so Terry and I have been praying for them. Um, honestly, we've been praying against the other church. Um, <laughs> but no, we've, been, we've honestly just been praying that like, God would do a work in Kevin's life. And when Kevin told me about the deal, um, you know, it's, I love Kevin. I, I, we love Kevin and Jane. And like, the truth is, is that I want them to thrive and succeed. And so I, I told you, I was like, I was like, of course, of course a church, any church is gonna call and want you because you're remarkable and you're amazing and you're great at what you do. And, and so like, and I don't. I want you to be on the biggest platform that God has for you. I want you to do ministry exactly where He wants you to do it. Um, and so, like, and and because of that, I can cheer you on, knowing that you know we at least got to be a part of this awesome journey that you have. Yeah. And Chris isn't overly like spiritual about this. The first thing he said to me when I told him that this was our decision and we felt like this is where we were being led. He's like, I hate you, <laughs> but I want you to know like, I love you and uh, a win for you is a win for me. And yeah. like, we are good, we are family. And then kind of gave me one of those bro hugs and it was kind of like a weird moment cause it was lingering, but- And Kevin cried. Yeah, no, <laughs> but um, I mean, honestly, like this whole, like every time this has happened, it's been weird, but I, I've always like, there's just this, utmost respect for you as a spiritual mentor for me and my family. And um, like every single time that Chris has been brought into it, he's always just been like, okay, yeah, well, let's, let's see what happens. You know, it's never been like, wait a minute, hold on now, pump the brakes. Like you need to think about this. I mean, it, it was always like, all right, God first, let's see what God wants. Yeah. And um, that's literally the best thing that we could have asked for for me and my family. It, it made um, us going through the process a lot 
a lot better than it could have been, yeah. <laughs> in all honesty. Yeah. Well, and I'll just, I'll wrap up with just this, that, you know, we talk at Compass a lot about one of our core values is living with open hands. And that is not just about money. That's about our money, but it's about our time. It's about our talent. Um, and in this context, it is sometimes about people that you love that God might be calling somewhere else. And so um, we just, we, we're going to live that out and we're going to live with open hands as a church. And we're going to believe that God is going to take this family who we love, who, who a founding family at Compass, and that God's going to take them and he's going to He's going to plant their lives like a seed, and there's just going to be an incredible reward that's going to blossom out of this because we believe that, you know, God loves doing new things, and he's going to do something remarkable in your lives. And so uh, before we go, dude, I love you. I'm so, so proud of you, Um, and I really, I do hate you a little bit, Um, but I mean, for real though, we're just, we're going to miss you so bad. And I, I listen, I believe that in the same way God's using you to advance the kingdom somewhere else, that God is going to advance his kingdom here. And so I'm not scared about the future of Compass. Um, I just, it just, we're just going to miss you. And so I love you. And I'm going to, I'm going to pray with Kevin. And so like, I don't know if you want to put your hands on the TV screens, like the old school, you know, televangelist way, but I'm going to pray for you, dude. Definitely, Father, I thank you so much for the gift of Kevin and Jane and Levi on our church. Um, I'm so thankful, Jesus, that from, God, they started here when they were just kids, and what you have done in them and through them has just been so remarkable, and it's been a gift that we've been able to be part of their journey. And, And Lord, I mean, anybody who knows them knows that wherever they are planted, that they are going to bloom, and that you, We're always gonna use them to do incredible things wherever you had them. And so Lord, we just trust that that at the end of their calling here, that Jesus, wherever they go, that you would do amazing things through them. And and I just, I pray that they would hold us in their hearts, God, as they continue to follow you. Pray in your name, amen. Thanks again for joining us today. If you wanna learn more about us as a church, get connected, need prayer, or anything else at all, head over to our website, compassbn.com.